here I am in the place to be. Mr. K and B, you can't fuck with me. Extra sexy, extraordinary. Palms are hairy. Your mama pop. What up, y'all? It's K and B, the sexy ninja, in the place to be for a paper saber universe. Welcome to the Sexy Ninja Cast. I am KMB the Sexy Ninja. I think I already said that, or am I going crazy? <laughs> this is the podcast all about me, my love, my interests, uh, things I've watched, things I've uh, thought upon, music and stuff like that. And this week is no different. I watched Spider-Man Homecoming. I've seen the movie a bunch of times, but I, I every time I watch a movie, I develop a little bit more of like understanding certain things especially the director what they're trying to tell you and stuff like that like uh i can't wait to tell you my review rewatch for the flash um i really came out of that movie with a very different opinion i walked out of that movie and i was like fuck this movie like i was so torn and like because i didn't understand and then the second time around after knowing what's coming, like knowing we're gonna have babies and stuff like that, like you'll you'll hear the review. I'm, I I watched an hour of it, went to bed because work and stuff like that. But I, I'm not. I'm gonna finish in the next hour because I want to like chew chew on it, and that's what I did with Spider Man Homecoming. Watched an hour and finish it off the next day. You know, take my notes and stuff like that. But watching Spider Man Homecoming, it's not the best Spider Man movie, but it is a fun Spider Man movie. We got a young Peter who just. Got done helping uh, Tony Stark with uh, taking on Captain America and Civil War and stuff like that. And, you know, he's trying to, like, he wants to be an Avenger. This is what he's striving for. This is what he wants. He wants to be working with Tony Stark and, you know, being by his side and stuff like that. So, you know, we start the movie off with him being taken over. He's making, like, a little videography of him going all the way to uh, where, where they fought Cap. And he gets a new suit and everything like that, you know, because he has one he already made, which is adorable. But and then he's coming back and then he's with Tony and Tony's like, hey, man, you know, you're part of the Stark internship. You know, that's what he calls it. And he goes, we'll call you, you know, stay, stay level. Don't, you know, be your neighbor, neighbor, uh, neighborhood uh, friendly Spider-Man. That's who you need to be right now. But we'll call you if anything. If you need anything else, make sure you reach out to Happy. And, you know, there's really great stuff with him and Happy throughout the movie. Um... We got Liz, who's the the interest, like, he, he wants to be with this girl and stuff like that. Uh, he wants to, you know, and she's, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, like, you give me that, and then out of nowhere, you're like, here's MJ. She's been in the background the whole time, you know, Michelle, you know, whatever. But she wants to go by MJ, you know, you don't give you that until that moment, you know, and she's just a background character at this point with this film. But you have Peter who's trying to understand. He wants to go do nice things. He wants to be the hero. He wants, he makes the suit, he makes everything about the suit. And the, the other thing about this movie that kind of like, not drove me crazy, but that suit was way too advanced for a Spider-Man suit, you know. And I I understand they were trying to bond these two as a father, you know, father figure and everything like that. But I I think at the end of the day, like, it works, because they really they really hold on to it, especially in the next movie, Far From Home, you know. But with this one, they're, they're really trying to build it. And when you see those little things, just little things, you know, when he tells them, like, after Peter uh, fucked up and he, he caused this FBI bus, you know, to go erupt and uh, uh, this ferry fall apart and Iron Man comes in and saves the day, he goes, like, hey, think about this. If someone died on this, 
you, it would have been on you. If you die, that's on me, and I don't want that. Then you cut forth in your brain, you go to Infinity War when he, when Peter uh, just uh, blipped and stuff like that. So, you know, those little moments now, now that we're going back and you, you now that I'm going back and watching these movies, I'm slowly like, oh, yeah, oh, ah, the emotion, ah, you know. And ho- ha- happy just being happy, grumpy most of the time, you know. And I like the fact that he develops a relationship with Aunt May. <laughs> and, you know, they kind of delve on that with uh, No Way Home and stuff like that. But I, I really like Ned. Ned is like, he's he's geeked out when he finds out that he's Spider-Man. He's like in <laughs> a really great scene, you know, and like when Liz and them were their friends, like, oh, my God, I like Spider-Man. Oh, I like Thor. Ooh, uh, you know, and he goes, uh, Peter knows Spider-Man. And then Peter's like, shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> I would say my favorite moment of this, and I will say this, Keaton as the vulture, mwah. you know, he was just a common guy in the starting of the film. He, you know, he, after the battle in New York, they went and cl- uh, tried to clean up all the uh, Chitauri stuff and everything like that. And damage control comes in a, a, a program that's run by Stark and they come in and they kick him out. And, you know, I, I, I would think though, you know, after he's bought the trucks and after this and that, you would compensate him. Be like, hey, you know, not just be dicks and come in and be like, hey, get the fuck out of here. So I understand why he goes and steals all this tech then makes weapons and stuff to sell. You know, it's a little bit of a side hustle. And he has a good thing going. Hasn't been caught. Avengers don't know. FBI don't know until one of his, uh, uh, like the first shocker in this, fucks up and gets uh, uh, Spider-Man on the case and whatnot. And now then, then Tony gets on the case and he's just like, fuck, you know, we went this long, this long, guys, without being caught. But, you know, and now, you know, he then he, he takes it upon himself to finally do the big job where he's going to rob uh, Tony, Tony Stark's uh, his uh, plane because somebody bought uh, Avengers Tower. And so they have to move out. And everyone's wondering, who bought Avengers Tower? That's still a mystery. Uh, uh, I remember theories like Mephisto bought the tower. They talked about the Fantastic Four bought the tower. You know, because we really haven't had that play in in anything, especially with the newer Marvel stuff. And me and my, me and Doug and uh, uh, our friend Cody, we're all talking about heroes. And I think Homecoming is the best of, like, this Spider-Man I, I, I absolutely adore. But Toby's still like my favorite Spider-Man out of out of everyone. Andrew's 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 good, but Tom Holland Tom Holland is up there with with Toby, you know. But Toby is still a little bit more of my Spider-Man, and it's that's okay. But there's moments in this movie that really make me feel like, yeah, this is fucking Spider-Man, especially when Liz and uh, him are in the car, and Toombs is taking them to Homecoming. You know, this is where it's all coming down to the final act of the movie. And <laughs> fucking Batman style, he's like putting two and two together. When he's like, she's like, yeah, he's friends with Spider Man, the Tony Stark internship. He wants to say that, like, I just feel Peter like saying, like, shut the fuck up, you're selling me out so bad right now, because because uh, she keeps saying like, oh yeah, he like he came to the party, but he wasn't there for long. Oh, he's at Washington DC, but he disappeared. But Spider Man showed up, and then Tombs is like, uh huh, you little motherfucker, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then they get there, drive off. And this is at a point where Tony took the suit away and, you know, he, he tells Tony like, Hey, I'm, I, that suits everything. I need that suit. And Tony tells him like, no, if that's the problem, if you need the suit, then you don't need it. Like if you are that 
like holding on to it that much. You know, you, you don't need it. So he basically kicks, kicks Peter to the curb. Now, fast forward to this scene. You know, Tooms pulls out a gun, puts, just pulls a Glock out on this kid, puts it on the chair, and he's like, hey, you stay out of my business, I'll stay out of your business. You show my girl a good time. Not too much of a good time, of course. But he goes, yeah, you need to understand, don't fuck with me, because I will protect mine. And it's that moment there where Peter makes his first sacrifice. Because he wants to go with Liz. He wants to dance with Liz. He wants to, you know, uh, be with her and to have fun at this homecoming. But he has to make the sacrifice knowing that Tombs is going to go is going to go uh, on another robbing spree and he's going to create more weapons that are going to be out there. And this is where the hero aspect of it comes in because I love this scene so much. He walks to that door and he's like, shit, you know, and he opens it. He walks up to her and just says, I'm sorry. And he, he just walks away. And I was like, damn, you know what I mean? Like, it was just like, that's, that's, that's another moment of being a hero. He goes and gets his, his, uh, uh, Homemade Spider-Man suit, but then Shocker meets him in the back. Cause Tombs, Tombs is not dumb. That's what I like about Tombs. He's like, he's not dumb. And uh, and uh, then he uh, after he after Tombs is defeated and everything like that, Ned is now gonna be the guy in the chair. He helps him. They you know they uh, still flash his car, goes after Tombs, and really great great fight scenes and everything like that. But uh, but before um, like and then like the rubble falls on Peter. You know he's like. He catches Tomb. Tomb's like, oh, oh, yeah. And he starts talking. He's like, hey, man, I'm just trying. You know, we're the little guy. We're the little guys. Those big guys don't care about us. They don't give a shit about us. You know, they. he's going on this. Like, hey, you know, they don't care. And, he, and he's like, why are you telling me all this? He goes, well, I, I, I needed to stall you, but I wanted to say something. And his uh, gliders, you know, vultures, gliders, whatever you want to call them, get all these pillars and whatnot, and the rubble falls on Peter. And Tombs goes off. He's like, all right, now I'm going to go rob this plane, you know, before, after it takes off from Avengers Tower. And Peter is left here in this moment. And this moment makes me cheer up because he, he, he's, he, I think everything in this movie that he, he's done, you know, he, he went and fought these, this is where the weapons kind of came into the, involved. And the story is where he was trying to stop some guy stealing from an ATM. He, he, he fails and he gets like this local sandwich shop blown up. And, you know, it doesn't develop in his brain. He's just like, I want to stop these guys. Then he looks on the flip, and then he finally, like, kind of thinks about the flip side of it. He looks at it, he's like, oh, shit, I, I blew up the sandwich shop. Like, that dude's whole life is gone now. There's consequences in what you do. You know, like what happened at the fa- on the ferry. You know, there's consequences. What happened um, with uh, in D.C. when he went to go save everybody, there's consequences to your actions. And sometimes you need to sacrifice in order to, to, to do what's right you know there, there there has to be a moment of uh of, of like taking a step back and looking at yourself and i feel in this scene when the rubble's on him he's he's like he's silent he's like help 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 you know he's, he's like please help me like he's he's helpless then he looks down and he looks in the water and there's his mask you know and half his face half spider-man's face Right then and there, he he looks deep in himself and says, I am Spider-Man. I know what I have to do to be a hero. You know, and the sacrifices he needs to make as that hero. 
I love this scene because then he gets up from the rubble, bam, pops it off and goes after Toombs. Big showdown, you know. And I feel bad for Toombs because he's like, this is the last job. This is it. I just need one crate. I just need something from this. And, you know, of course, Spider-Man stops him. And then he completely ruins Liz's life. But in order to do what's good, he had to make the sacrifice of stopping Toombs. And, you know, he's he's going to be Spider-Man and a lot more sacrifices are going to come. You know, and I think that's why No Way Home is my favorite of the three. Homecoming's good. I don't like Far From Home. I'm going to rewatch it. But to see if I maybe I think differently. But I think Homecoming is a good Spider-Man movie. Is it the best Spider-Man movie in the whole world? No. I remember when this movie came out, I was like, uh, I was like, oh my god! I watched. It. I was like, yeah, it was good. Yeah, but, but that doesn't like you know, it's a good Spider-Man movie. I, I would say the greatest Spider-Man movie is Spider-Man Two. Uh, then next to that, No Way Home. You know, and we got uh, Into the Spider-Verse. You know, these three really compelling. These movies are the reason why I love this character so fucking much. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to do a rewatch and everything like that. And I want to talk about him. I want to talk about Homecoming and how it made me feel and stuff like that. And how, I, I you know, I, I look at it like this. Like, like, personally, like, I'm going through some mental stuff as of late. And I'm trying to, like, motivate myself. I'm trying to, you know, ever since we started, I, since, ever since I, I keep seeing we, ever since I rebooted my universe and my own brain with the paper saber universe you know trying to figure out myself trying to figure out everything i feel like peter peter in that rubble and i i'm screaming out for help but i i need to take i need to look down and like look deep in myself and be like hey you all you got sometimes sometimes when you're all you got you got to get the rubble off and i i had to pause during that scene because like movies mean the world to me I want to make a movie. I made some short films and it feels good. And I've, I've made stories and I'm still creating, but I'm, I'm in this rubble, at, you know, in my brain. And I need to like look down and be like, yo, you're not Spider-Man. You're Spider-Ham. No, but I need to like get past that. And that's why I love movies that have certain messages of that nature. And you see the hero go on. You see the hero when you know that's why I love Infinity War. You see the heroes lose, but they come back. That's that's the that's the great thing about heroes. You know, people like villains more, but that's fine. You know, and watching Homecoming, I I I I get all these aspects of what Peter's going through. You know, I understand what he wants to. He wants to. He wants the big life, and that's why I think at the end of the movie when he goes to Avengers Tower, and he makes another sacrifice, and he and Tony's like, "Hey, you did a great job. Thank you for saving my ship." You're going to be an Avenger. He shows him a new suit. And he goes, um, I, I, I rather, I rather be the stay down to the ground, you know, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man touching moment. Then like, <laughs> cause he's like, we're going to pull you out to these reporters and tell you you're the new member of the Avengers, blah, blah, the Avengers compound. And Peter's like, I'm good. I'm good. I need to still learn to be a hero. I still need to stay at ground level to be a hero. So, and then, you know, the, uh, Pepper comes out. She's like, where's the kid? They have nothing. To, he's like, oh, no. Not. But I do like when he comes back, when, when Peter, after that, before that door opens, when it's Pepper, he goes, was this a test? And Tony Stark just pulls it out and says, yeah, passed. Yeah. He's like, yeah. You know, he's still learning this father figure stuff. Like, he's, you know, he's trying to understand that. 
And I really like that we see it develop all the way up to Endgame and how him losing Peter really messed him up. You know, he lost the kid. You know, that's what he tells, uh, that's what he tells us, Steve. You know, and he, he, when, he, when he comes back, you know, then we lose Tony. So that relationship there. And that's why I, I'm, I'm, I'm watching these movies and trilogies, but also, too, it's really hard because... You go, let's say you're the average Joe, you're watching these Spider-Man movies, you go watch Homecoming, you're like, okay. Then, you, then you're like, oh, well, if you haven't seen the Captain America movies, you're like, oh, well, I guess he helped Tony at some point. Go to the next movie. After Endgame, Tony Stark's dead. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> and I feel like Far From Home and um, No Way Home are more of the, in the sequel realm of that. And far far from home is a continuation of the journey to far from home from homecoming so if you're just an average joe just be like i want to watch a trilogy of movies this is really not in that trilogy form and that's most of these marvel movies at this point you know like you go from the first captain america great origin story then boom i'd say winter soldier you you're you're in a moment with uh, the with um steve you know, because after the Avengers and stuff like that, then and uh, Civil War, it's just basically Avengers 2.0. So, but there we go. I just want to speak on Homecoming and what what I thought and little moments that really just kind of hit home and Keaton just being fucking Keaton. And, you know, there's a great story where Keaton on set would whisper to everybody, I'm Batman. <laughs> and I was like, goddamn right, Keaton. Goddamn right. So, um, great cast. Uh, the Like I said, the MJ thing was, I remember the first time I saw this, I was like, really? Okay, sure. But she grew on me, you know, um, she, she develops more in the second movie and then she has a better role in the third movie, in my opinion, very sarcastic, very snarky, but you know, I, I, I think she brings more to the character in the third movie than she does in this one, you know, cause she's more in the background and stuff like that. So, all right, y'all, that's it. That's all. And, uh, tell me what you think of Spider-Man Homecoming. Is it your favorite Spider-Man movie? What's your favorite Spider-Man movie? What, what's the end all be all Spider-Man movie? Who is your Spider-Man? You know? Drop those comments below. Hit that like. Hit that subscribe. Share with your grandma. Share with your grandma. Share with the bum down at Walmart. I am KMB, the Sexy Ninja. And as always, stay sexy, ninjas. Whoop, whoop! This is all I have. I'm nothing without this suit. If you're nothing without this suit, then you shouldn't have it. Okay? Welcome to the wicked shit.